Yeah. <laughs> is this one going to have on your... Yes. Slay. Yes. What it's happening right now. You just can't hear it. But what they can hear it. What do you guys think of our intro? Is it slaying? It, y yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <gasps> clap, 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 clap. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. No, I'm lying. I'm not good. She's not good. I'm not Well, in a general sense, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm just today. I'm not feeling myself. I'm not feeling myself. Yeah. Like, I feel like me. Mm. But, you know, when you tell somebody like, I feel you, I'm not doing that with myself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Girl, I'm sorry. It's okay. But I'm going to get into some true crime right now and then I'm going to feel better. Amen. Yes. I think. Of course. Yeah. What do you mean you think you know, girl? I know. True crime is free therapy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And so am I. Yes. That is true. <laughs> B for therapy. Slay. Yes. So the case I'm doing today is one of the lesser known serial killers. Uh, do you know how difficult it is to find a serial killer case that has not been discussed in like some podcast mm. or deep dived or it's on TikTok? Or on a YouTube or some sort of like video, audio form. Except for like news, obviously. Yeah, it's impossible. The true crime community is so large. And while I like absolutely love it, I really want to bring some cases that, you know, hasn't been done before. Because so many people that I, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to do this case. Then I look it up and I'm like, oh bro, there's like 27 podcasts on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I, I know that we have cool opinions, but like, what are the odds that 27 other people, like one of them at least didn't have that yeah. opinion? You know, yeah, like how original can we be? Um, so I think very. Okay. I dug, right? I digged. I digged. I digged. The digged I dug. And oh. I, I dug so deep that I found myself in Russia. Oh. And then I actually went and I Googled, because, you know, my brain. I Googled if I had to stand in South Africa and just start digging, like, straight down, where would I end up? Because, obviously, that's where my brain went. So, if I, where I'm standing right now, just started digging, mm. bruh, I would end up in the middle of the Indian Ocean. But if I want to end up in Russia, turns out I'm going to have to... Like, dig down, lean a little bit left, and then start digging, like, up. Oh. Yeah. I need, I need to curve it, bruh. I oh. need to start digging up again. So, down, oh. lean left, dig up. So, then I, I googled. Okay. There must be another word for digging up. You know, <laughs> like, digging upwards. Yeah. You know? And I was like, there must be some sort of word that explains that. So, I googled that, and the result was how to dig up a grave. That was like the first thing that popped up. So in conclusion, it made a full circle and just came back to true crime. <laughs> Slay. You're right. I love that. Yeah. It's, of course. It's a bit scary that everything is for, a, for a minute, everything, all roads lead to true crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Slay. Yes. Okay. That's actually crazy. Right? Well, the, the chances. Right. Let's get into into it today's case is let me just first disclaimer here Th there's going to be some 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 sick some sick things this this is a sick individual that mm. we are discussing today um so trigger warning to all of that want to apologize if anything got lost in translation i translated some russian things and the only thing i had to my 
what do you call it? What do you say? Like that was available to me mm. to do any sort of translating was was Miss Google. Google so, Translate. Google Translate. So, and we know how that goes. Thank you, Afrikaans. You taught me how Google Translate fails you. Yes. So, yeah, if anything got lost in translation, if I'm going to be mispronouncing some things today, guys, and I I Google Translated it, and the lady voice that you can pick on the little speaky thing, mm. I was practicing, I was practicing, but I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I even don't know if she's a good guide. I don't even, I don't even think she knows. Yeah, so we got what we got. We got what we got. You get what you get and you don't get it. Yes. And yeah. It's new. But let's get into it. Woo! Today's case is about Andrei Sergevich Yeshoff. Yes, Joff. That's a mouthful. Yes. And on June 10th, 2020, Andrei was arrested by police officers. In his apartment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. His family and neighbors were shocked. Oh. They shocker. thought that authorities, like these people were, they made a mistake. Like why Why are you arresting this guy? Mm. Like Andre? Not a you're arresting Andre? What? He was described as an exemplary, exemplary, exemplary family man. With children and grandchildren. Like, he's a grandpa. You're a grandpa. He's a grandpa. They've seen him drunk once or twice, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. But even then, he was decent. Yeah. Right? Normal. Yeah. He's a quiet, calm, not looking for any conflict type of person. A responsible employee, even. Oh. They they said that he's he's not very sociable, but... His whole family, like the whole family, isn't very sociable. Okay, but like I get this. Yeah. They they said that he was a little bit strange, but normal. So in my mind, I'm guessing like how extroverts see introverts. Literally. Yeah. Like you're a bit weird, mm. but not not that, you know, like you're normal. A little odd. You're a bit odd, but like nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rough around the edges. Yes. They would soon learn that calm and quiet Andre was the Kashirsky maniac who had been terrorizing the area for 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. years. As always, show notes and credits are available in the description box. So if you want to go digging on this one, we will post some links for you. Now, how did Andre become the Kashirsky maniac? I need to go, like, we need to go right back to the beginning, okay, to understand where, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. we dig deep. We dig deep. Yes. So, Andre, 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 was born in 1967 in the village of Sloboda, the young younger of two sons. His mother was a milkmaid, and his father was a tractor driver. Very little is known about his childhood. Neighbors describe the the Yeshkovs, as caring parents who never subjected their children to violence. So there weren't any reports of abuse. There wasn't any funny business. It was just like a regular family. When Andre was a teenager, he began spying on women who bathed in the village bathhouses. Now nobody knew about this. Okay. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. He was a little peeping Tom. Around this time, he had his first sexual encounter he had sex with a dead cow. What? Yeah. That was that was his his first sexual encounter. Not the cow. 
the dead cow. Okay, I don't know if he killed the cow or he found the cow, or but that was his first sexual encounter. This would prompt him to start abusing other animals on the farm. Don't lie. Yes. Now, if he killed those animals and then sexually abused them or found dead animals and did his little thing, or if he kept the animals alive and just abused them to not like raise suspicion, I don't know. But this act that he is doing is called zoophilia. Like, I don't know how fucking twisted this world needs to be that we need to have a description for that. But we don't have a description for digging upwards. <laughs> like, okay. So, yeah. Right. Okay, guys. We need to prioritize things. <laughs> yeah, apparently. right? Yeah. Okay. So, after studying until... The full eighth grade oh, wow. in secondary school, he entered a vocation school where he graduated as a mechanic and a tractor driver. Okay. Now I'm guessing that, that I don't know if that is like a, a normal thing with the, um, in Russia, mm. that you would go to a vocation school. Because I know back in the day in South Africa, like there was, you would only go also to like eighth grade mm. and then do, if you wanted to become like a fitter and turner or a mechanic or some sort of like handyman, mm. then you would just go on to do that. Because you, they mm, were like, the yeah, why do I need fucking biology mm. and science? I don't need that shit. I can just go do this and get a job quicker which kind of makes sense in a way mm. so he qualified as a mechanic and a tractor driver Slay. he then enrolled and served in the strategic rocket forces for several mm. years before returning to work as a stoker at a dairy farm where he was later then promoted to being a driver so he did kind of do what he studied for for a little bit. Mm. During this time, he fell in love with another employee at the farm, Valentina. And at least soon, it wasn't another animal. Yeah, and soon the young couple moved to the Kashirsky district in Moscow in search for better job opportunities. Andre found himself a job as a driver at a farmer's co-op while his girlfriend became a veterinarian. Oh God, leave the animals alone. After spending six months together, the pair decided to get married. But at the wedding party, he fell in love with a female friend of his brother's wife. Oh, God. And he started to have an affair with her. That wedding night? At the wedding party. Oh, my God. So eventually he left his wife and married his mistress. Heavy. Yeah. To whom he went on to have children and later grandchildren. So these two were married for 30 years. Okay. So, you know, I understand the whole... I thought that when I first read that, that there was going to be, like, a lot of cheating, a lot of mistresses, mm. a lot of stuff like that. But you know what? Okay, you met this girl. After six months, you decide to get married. You meet a new girl. Like, that's, it's a little bit dodge. Mm. But he did end up staying with her for 30 years, which, like, okay. Mm. All right. However, his new family life did not deter him from his voyeurism. As he continued to peep on women bathing in bathhouses. So he just kept on being a little peeping Tom. Naughty, watching the naked boy. ladies. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, he would peek through the windows of apartments on the first floor of buildings and watch the residents undress. In the mid-2000s, Andre's relationship with his wife deteriorated as he began to spend more time by himself in his garage 
drinking vodka. 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 Yeah. The man and his vodka. And his vodka. Andre likes his vodka. So and he likes his naked ladies. And his naked ladies. So I'm guessing that this is where the the neighbors like saw him drunk. Maybe he would like stumble out of his garage mm. and mm. just like be like, what up? And then mm. carry on with his life. Yeah. So and his new wife was a child psychologist. And she did not notice anything. Nothing. No suspicions. This is now the Nothing. one he met at the wedding. The one he met at the wedding mm. he was married to for 30 years. Nothing. You know, I don't know how this whole thing has happened and like no one looks at him and goes. Yeah. Even after their, because their sexual relationship deteriorated. Not the, just their relationship, their mm. sexual relationship deteriorated. Even after that, they just kind of like lived happily together as a couple. They were like, okay, this is probably what happens in marriage, you know. It's been, it's been 30 years, so... It happened within the 30 years, though. But, yeah, she was just like, mm, okay. I don't know how, no, like, I'm a, I'm such a big person on, like, I pick up on energy and vibes and stuff like that. It's such a Gen Z thing to say. Yeah, very. Um, But you just get vibes from people. You know, you can just feel their energy. And I just, I'm struggling to understand how for so long, like, this man does these disgusting, horrific things to these I don't even just want to say people. Yeah. Um. And no one was like, no one picked. And yeah, not even his wife, who's literally trained yeah. in psych- psychology. Yeah. Maybe she just shut down. Maybe. Maybe she just got home and she's like, I've been dealing with all of this trauma this whole time. Yeah. So my husband's in the garage drinking some vodka. Mm. So maybe I'll just also have some vodka. Yeah. And, like, and just also, chill. Like, what happens if like maybe she was in a household that like you know her her parents weren't in a very great relationship, so she might be like, oh well. Like, my parents were like this. This is normal. Yeah. You know, it could be a situation like that. I feel like there's a lot of different... Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm also... Possible outcomes. Yeah, I'm also a superb introvert. Yeah. So I do have these moments where my husband, who's not... Who's also semi-introverted. He says he's introverted, but I'm like, nah, bro. So (laughs) he would come to me and be like, why are you being weird? And I'm like, I'm not being weird. Mm. I'm just... I'm chilling. Mm. So I know that I personally can give off that vibe. So maybe that's yeah. just what she she dulled it down to. Yeah. And because of his job, because he eventually must became a plumber, right? So he had to go do some sewage emergencies, which I didn't know was a thing, right? <laughs> so, yeah. What a shitty job. <laughs> what a shitty job. So he, when he went away for these sewage emergencies, and yeah. obviously there's no timeline for this. It's not like the crapper breaks at three o'clock in the afternoon. Like this can happen in the morning when you wake up like midnight poo and then, <laughs> oh, fuck, right? So he was called and he had to go fix this shit. And, <laughs> right? And maybe that was also, maybe he lied to her. And he's like, babe, babe, listen, there's some shit going down. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go fix this shit. I need to go fix this shit. And then... That is not what he did. That is not what he did. That is not what little Mr. Andre did. No, no. So now we're in 2010. Okay. okay. Andre's first known murder took place in February of 2010 in the Kashirsky district. One night while he was walking around in the area, he stopped to peep through a window on the first floor of an apartment where he observed a 79-year-old woman sleeping in her bed. After watching her for around 10 minutes, Andre went through the unlocked front door and strangled her in her sleep 
before proceeding to rape the woman's corpse. He stole her TV receiver and returned home, where he hid it in his garage. When the first crime was discovered, investigators were able to obtain DNA from the killer, but due to the lack of witnesses or any solid leads to a suspect, Andre was never caught. For the next three years, no known attacks or murder has been linked to Andre. One article speculated that he was afraid of being caught or felt no need to claim another victim due to improving his relationship with his wife. In April 2013, after drinking vodka and going on another walk, he peered through a window of a residential building where he located a 95-year-old pensioner sleeping in her nightgown. After confirming she was alone, Andre went inside by slipping through a small window in the bathroom vent to the woman's room and then strangling her. He was unable to sustain an erection, prompting him to grab grab a nearby object and sodomize the body. He then stole six of the deceased husband's metals and left the apartment. So So he has a thing for them to be dead. Yes. Not long after, Andre planned another attack this time in the neighboring Stupino district. On his way home from work at the airport, he stopped at the Stupino station and started looking for a suitable victim. He eventually found a 60-year-old woman lying on her sofa, and after entering through a window, he strangled and raped her. The victim was poor, so he took nothing from the apartment and returned to the station where he caught the next train home. So dead and old. He likes them dead yeah. and old. But you'll see why now. After another two-year-long break that is known, Andre killed his next victim in March of 2015. He was repairing some items in his garage when a drunken 42-year-old comptroller stumbled onto the premises. While she was younger than his usual victims, he nonetheless decided to kill her. Because, you know, like, don't, don't wander onto my yeah, yard. How dare you? How dare you? After she refused to drink with him, Andre overpowered her before strangling the woman. He then dragged the body into the backseat of his car where he raped the corpse. He drove to an isolated area where he dumped the body in the woods. After taking another four-year break, Andre committed two murders in November and December of 2019. So the other day. Yeah. Both took place in the Kashirsky district against two elderly women, 70 and 75, who lived on the same street as him. Despite authorities correctly summarizing that the crimes were committed by the same guy and checking local railway employees for involvement, they were unable to obtain any useful DNA samples. On January 2020, the third, Andre climbed through a window, a bedroom window, of a 10-year-old girl, who he raped and attempted to strangle. He was preventing from killing, prevented from killing her by her parents, who rushed in, but they weren't able to catch him. The girl was driven to the hospital, where the doctors said that her high-weight bone had been broken, and she likely would have been killed if her parents didn't rush into the room. That is so scary. Yeah, so that's like a bone in your, in your throat, right? After the attack, the victim spent a month in the hospital and was later ordered to undergo psychiatric counseling. While the police were investigating and clearing the male family members as part of the police procedure, Andre attacked again the following month, attempting to strangle a 14-year-old girl 
whom he found sleeping by herself at home. The girl resisted him and she hit him, she bit him, she kicked him. This girl was fighting back. And this disorientated Andre completely, forcing him to break a window and run away. The girl immediately called the police, but they still weren't able to capture him. Oh my god. After these two murder attempts, Andre took a four-month break before claiming his final victim on June 8th. On this day, he broke into the house in the Kaszerski district, where he strangled and raped an 88-year-old pensioner. Following the murder, he stole the woman's pass book and attempted to steal her TV, but the TV was too heavy, so he left it on her front porch. The victim's body was discovered a few days later by a social worker who was walking around in the area. Mm. So what I conclude of this is I also thought at first that he he, like his M.O. was older women. Mm. But then you see he tries with younger girls or younger women. but they fight back. But they fight back. So he, I think he's physically not strong enough. I mean, if he can't carry a TV. Yeah. So I think that's why he's going for these frail, frail old ladies. I mean, 95 is, that's intense. Yeah. So I think, I think that is it. I think his, mm. I don't necessarily think it's just, oh, he has a thing for older ladies because mm. he tried with a 10 year old. Mm. So I think it's literally just the physicality of it. I agree. Yeah. Soon after the discovery of the latest victim's body, the Moscow pol- city police decided to check the surveillance cameras for any possible clues. While browsing through the footage, they came across a peculiar scene showing an unidentified male in a denim suit disposing of a pile of documents um, on the grass not too far from the car scene. So he just walked and like threw some documents in like an open area of grass. It's not random at all. So random. That would be like first when I thought or when I saw this, I was like, but this doesn't make any sense. And then I watched the surveillance video. Mm. It's literally this guy walking and just, throwing papers everywhere like it is something that would catch your attention like he wasn't being sneaky about it it's not like he walked to a trash can and like dumped it in there Mm. he just like flung it into the air that's so weird why would you do that (laughs) no 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 (laughs) he went litterbug yeah like don't you give a fuck about the environment (laughs) yes stop littering please Uh, fuck if you litter i don't like you yeah they went to investigate the scene and after examining them authorities determined that they belonged to the elderly woman oh shit so they started investigating and they were like okay we're gonna get dna samples of Mm. all of the men fitting this guy's description Mm. Um, because the video is like quite foggy you can see that it's a white male Mm. and that he's quite skinny but other than that you really can't make anything out he sounds like he's a bitch boy yeah, so they went and they, they were like, okay, let's line up all these people in this area. Line up all the bitch boys. All the skinny white men. <laughs> Come. We're going to take some DNA. I hate the skinny white men. Yeah. And that included Andre. As it should. These samples were examined by two investigative committees, which positively linked his DNA to three murders and the rape of the 10-year-old girl. On the 10th of June, 2020, Andre was arrested by police officers. Like I said, to the shock of his family members Mm. and his neighbors. They were like, what are you doing? No. Wow. So he really was like not. Yeah. But Andre, Andre confessed. He was like, yep, that was me. And he not only confessed 
to the crimes he was linked to, but to four other murders and one more rape dating back to 2010. No ways. So they were like, okay, we have you for these. Mm. And he's like, okay, yeah, 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 I'll confess to that. But hold up. There's more. There's more. When asked for his motive, he claimed that he had a periodic desire to kill and that he liked to have sex with corpses. Necrophilia. So his zoophilia progressed to necrophilia. For the next few weeks, Andre actively cooperated with the investigation, explaining in detail how he committed his attacks in a calm, collected manner. There's videos Mm. of how he's explaining to the police. Like literally, he takes them to the scenes, to the old lady's apartment, and he shows them exactly what vent he went through, what window he broke, what he did, how he got in. And then they make a police officer lie down and he like gets on top of him and like holds his throat and is like, this is how I strangled them. This is how I moved them to rape him or to rape them. Everything. This is insane to me. Like That is sick. And they say it's crazy because his memory of each and every murder he Mm. did or rape he did is like perfect. He can account for every single detail almost. That's fucking disgusting. The case was extensively covered in the Moscovite press at the time, which heavily emphasized the fact of how seemingly normal he, man, he was looking, seemingly normal looking man was able to commit such heinous acts. Mm. They compared him to other infamous murderers, Andre, Chikatilo, Vladimir, and Rachmanov. These are like famous Russian serial killers. While awaiting charges for his crimes, Andre was detained in a detention center. And on July 6th, okay, he was arrested on June 10th. On July 6th, it's like not even four weeks later, Mm. prison guards discovered Andre dead in his cell. Don't lie. A preliminary autopsy report concluded that he killed himself by (sighs) hanging. Of course. With prison authorities announcing that an audit would take place to determine whether negligence on the behalf of the staff allowed him to end his own life. Even before his suicide, both law enforcement and psychiatric or psychiatrist Bukanovsky, who created the psychological profile of the other serial killer, Andrei mm. Chikatilo, mm. stated that they believed that Andrei Yeshov likely had more victims between his gaps possibly dating back to the 1990s. What? Yes. So when this happened, like when he got caught for everything, was that when he started telling people that he was peeping from a young age? Yeah, so he they interrogated him, right? Mm. And this brat just started confessing to everything. He told them that his first sexual encounter was with a cow, what a dead fuck? cow. He just started blurting out. That is so weird. Why... Yeah, he Why? just started confessing everything. And it, to me, it makes no sense why he would then commit suicide. Because he would have only been convicted of the murders that they had him on, mm. right? He confessed to more and he gave them so much more detail where 
which caused them to conclude that he was a super sick individual. Mm. Like he was living this double life. He had people in his neighborhood, his family, who could have been character witnesses and said, listen, this guy's actually quite normal. Mm. So he could have, like this could have gone so many other ways. Yeah. But he basically like predict or made his own fate because yeah. he c- c- like confessed to all of the stuff that they didn't even know about. Mm. Because like I said, the two, the two younger girls... And all of the other ladies, not every, he didn't take stuff from everybody else. And he disposed of so many of the things not to get caught. So Mm. there wasn't, they wouldn't have linked it to him. So if it wasn't for him confessing to all of this, then how they wouldn't have known, like in my opinion, right? I agree. And now something that's interesting to me is the whole um, him committing suicide. Because in our other case, we also did the, the why he committed suicide. committed suicide and we kind of got into the whole why narcissists commit suicide mm. so i i was trying to look at where i wrote it down now, but i can't seem to find it i think it's in my other book so <laughs> just excuse the little Mm-mm-mm. there we go um so when we spoke about that right it's extremely interesting to me because i don't understand completely why narcissists commit suicide Mm. and we like tried to go into it a little bit giving our own opinions and then i was like okay there must be some sort of research on this yeah okay so they say that the narcissistic suicide okay which isn't that common but it's somebody saying they are going to take control of the situation Mm. they're not committing suicide because of the guilt yeah they're not committing suicide because of remorse they are like i know where this is going to end and I'm either going to be killed in prison mm. or I'm going to do this myself. Mm. So it's like a last resort to that. Which, in a way, I don't know if you can see him as a narcissist. Um, there was no evidence that he was, or any, not evidence, there was nothing that I could read mm. that told us what if he was diagnosed with anything by the psychiatrist. But the people he was compared to were diagnosed socio or psychopaths and narcissists. Mm. He was even compared to in one, there was literally one YouTube video about this guy um, by Archie, Archie's true crime channel. Mm -hmm. And he called him the Russian Night Stalker. So if you compare him to Richard Ramirez, which is also a massively well-known case, Mm. um, then, I mean, that guy has some serious psychological issues. And the whole, I think him confessing to all of that other shit was like a power move. Yeah, definitely. Like, look at the things you thought you knew. Yes. But what you don't actually know. Yeah. So it's not, I don't get the feeling that it's a stressful, oh no, let me just confess to everything. You know, Mm. when you're a kid and you like do something wrong Mm. and then your parents talk to you and then you just like word vomit everything. Yeah. I don't think it's that. But at least, like, when you're a kid and you do that, it makes fucking sense. Like, I feel like a lot of what he chose to say, like, why would you just come out and say that stuff? I just, like, I feel like a lot of what he said was unnecessary to, like, come clean about. Like, I mean, it's great that he came out and was like, oh, yeah, like, I used to peep on on women bathing when I was younger. Thanks for telling us that because we can you know connect some dots here yeah but like 
why are you telling me that you don't need to tell me that that's why i'm saying i think it's a power move yeah definitely you think you know me Mm. you don't know you don't know me i've been doing some shit for like years you don't even know you don't know you don't know and i also think because of the i mean 2020 that that was like yesterday yeah okay so i think as well that that's why i have this slight suspicion that he has he has a hint of the narcissism, which, of the narcissism. yeah, I don't want to, because a lot of serial killers or murderers or these crazy people mm. get the the term narcissist attached to them. And I don't want to be like, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist. The Oprah of narcissism. Yes. I don't want to be that person. But if you, I watched his interview and his confession with mm. the, the police. Now, obviously it wasn't Russian, so I couldn't understand a <laughs> single word. Um, but I think that there's, so I literally decided, let me mute it and just put the subtitles on. Oh, yeah. Make and then own. the subtitles were in Russian and I was like, okay, great. So I literally had this little translation app. We say now you're in Russia and somebody talks to you, you can like translate it. I think it's called like S Translate or something. It's a Samsung app anyway. Mm-hmm. So I did Not that. sponsored. Not sponsored. No. Nah. <laughs> talking about Samsung on <laughs> Apple Podcast. Anyway. How dare you. The how dare I. Oh, the conflict there, bro. So they, I did that, right? And then I would read the translation and his mannerisms. Like I feel body language doesn't need to be, you don't need a translator yeah, yeah, for that, right? You can see no matter what language you're speaking, I can yeah. see with your body language the type of vibe you give off. But I mean, even if you watch people walk down the streets and they're having an argument, you can see when people are having a heated argument yeah, or the when demeanor. just a passionate conversation. Yes. You know, you can tell instantly like, mm, that's aggressive, not over, yeah. just having a very passionate conversation. Yeah. This guy, if you had to have a little graph, right? A little line, mm. like a heartbeat line showing how intense he gets. Brahi flatlines. Monotone type of. He is the same calm ass person the whole time. And he's telling it to them like, just, yeah, man. Like somebody's telling you a boring fucking lecture. Like he's just, yeah, and then I did this, and then I did this. Even when he's physically showing them what he did, mm. calm. Calm as a fucking cucumber. That's so fucked up. Yes. So in my mind, I'm like, either this guy is psychotic, Mm. which I wouldn't, like that range of emotion, he has none of it. Yeah. That I could see. Clearly. Like he didn't, you couldn't see him get excited Mm. even when Mm. talking about it. Like some some serial killer interviews I've watched, like you can see them like get off a little bit. None of that. He's just plain. Mm. Like it's so, and that's the weird part because he, Honestly, he kind of looks normal. Yeah. I thought when I started researching this, I was like, this guy is going to look like a creeper. <laughs> you know, like yeah. when we spoke about um, Rob Packham. Yeah. When I saw Great. his photos, I was like, goosebumps all the way. Oh, yeah. This guy just looks like a normal skinny ass white man. A white man? No. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I, I have to. To put a new goal reference in uh, everywhere, Schmitty Schmidt. So, yeah. So, yeah, this, that was the creepiest thing. And then to me, because that's one of those ones where I was like, I wouldn't have, this would have been just a normal, weird, quiet guy that likes to fix things and drives trucks, you know? And he's, yeah. 
Yeah. Me and Tommy actually likes to fuck date things. He likes to fuck date things and he is too weak. So to carry a TV. To carry a TV. And like he literally looks like this frail, not grandpa, because he has, he, he, like, he didn't age badly. Yeah. He doesn't, like the first thought wasn't grandpa. Like, <laughs> you know, he doesn't look like Mr. Old Santa Claus. Imagine finding out your grandfather fucks dead things. Uh, bruh, I don't even know. I die. Yeah. Yeah. Die. Yeah. What? That is crazy. Oh, so tell me about your family. Well, my mom, she works at a coffee shop. My dad's an accountant. And my grandpa likes to fuck dead cows and dead people. Yeah, he's a zoophiliac. And what about yours? What's your family like? <laughs> my grandpa's a pastor. <laughs> yeah, you know. Slay. So, I took a le- you, know, you know, we took a left and we started digging upwards. <laughs> yeah, that went left, lean up. Up. So then I noticed a little, because you know how I am with my little interesting little facts. When I see something, the ADHD Mm. makes me head in a direction. So I couldn't understand with all of these people that he was, um, what's the word, compared to. All of the people Uh, that he was compared to. Most of them, their serial killer nicknames had the word maniac connected to it and mm. i was like i've never heard you hear about the the green river killer mm. or jack the ripper the new york ripper mm. or murderer or butcher you know like there's certain words that they use mm. for nicknames and yeah. i'm like maniac is not one i've heard yet no. so i go onto miss wikipedia and i go <laughs> check brah the amount of russian serial killers with the nickname Maniac, really? is insane. It's insane. So I had to do a little research. Maybe they okay. like Maniac the way yeah, South so Africans like to use the word shame. I was like, what is, is Maniac like their description for like serial killer? Yeah. Is that maybe it got translated wrong, mm. right? So I like dug very deep because I'm like, maybe it's one of those words where it in Russian, it actually means serial killer, but yeah. we translate it to Maniac. It's not that. It means Maniac. Okay. Like it's proper. Yeah. So Maniac actually means it's a person exhibiting extreme symptoms of wild behavior, especially violent and dangerous. Where I thought a maniac is just like a crazy person. Okay. So what I got from if you go onto the Russian dictionary and what their description of a maniac is, is very similar, but they have a little sub extra bonus little sentence there that is like bonus description bonus description where it's somebody that is obsessed oh yeah so a obsessive person exhibiting extreme symptoms of wild obsessive behavior especially violently obsessive okay yeah obsessive 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 so yeah, which makes sense because serial killers are usually obsessed with their victims yeah. and their certain victim type, or they're obsessed with the specific way that they commit mm. their crimes mm. or whatever. So of the 184 serial killers that Russia has, I, ca- I had to count them because one article said that Russia only has 70 or had has 73 serial killers. Mm. Their Wikipedia page listed 184. I literally had to go and like, count every single one because there was no way to like... Nobody summed it up. 
And I'm like, why don't you give me a total count? Anyway. Well, if you're ever looking for the total count. For the total count on Wikipedia, it's 184. And they're all named, like proper with their crimes, how many victims, everything. So I know that in a lot of places, a serial killer is somebody who murders more than three people. Okay. Where in some countries, it might be more than two people. So that can differ. Or sometimes it's like somebody that murders more than six people. Okay, because maybe it's a spree killer. Maybe it's not a serial killer. Yeah. But from the Wikipedia page, which we all know is like so reliable, mm-hmm. right? We love Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. The ones that they named and they kept to the, the three rule is 184. 52 of them have the nickname something something maniac. Like what? the, yeah, the whatever maniac. Isn't that like 60% or something? Yeah. Like, even more, 184, that is, mm, no, that's a little bit less. It's like 30%, 25%. I thought you said 80, not 180. Yeah, no, 184, and 51 of those 184. Yeah. yeah. Go math. So. Excuse me, I took math lit, guys. It's okay. So, a lot of them also had the nickname Chikatilo, which was the un- other Andre that the psychiatrist also um examined that mm. compared them mm. um who had many more victims and i think that's why i think you saw similarities in like this andre mm. is a lot like that andre I and see. he's hiding some shit so he was called chikatilo and a lot now i don't know if that's his surname because i i didn't go very deep into that i probably should have but anyway um i was obsessed with this andre okay so and then a lot of the other serial killers also have the name Chikatilo, but the only other places I could find the word maniac being used were three people from Brazil who had the nickname something maniac and one person from the US, but they called him the Brooklyn Vampire. So just an extra name he had was the Moon Maniac. Think about that. Yeah, so that's like a, it's a weird little thing that Russia calls their serial killers. Maniacs. Like, yeah, 20 to 30% of their serial killers get the nickname maniac. And no other name is that prevalent. Like, no other word is that prevalent to describe someone. Which is crazy, right? It's a, little, it's a weird little thing, a weird little culture thing. If there are any Russians listening to us, maybe you can give us a, an idea of why, what, who. Yeah, I found it quite interesting. I feel like there's a reason. There must be a reason. Definitely. Yeah. And this guy did not get a lot of press. Not? No, he didn't. Because he had a namesake, another guy called Andre, Mm. that committed more or less the same acts, but he was found guilty for a lot more victims. So I I think that this Andre tried to, like, tell them a little bit more and make himself seem... A bit more, like, interesting. interesting. Yeah. That's actually sick. Yeah, to compete with the other Andre, right? Because the other Andre was in the news all over. He was a very yeah. famous maniac. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's maybe what he did. And I yeah. do also believe that I think everything he did is a power act. Mm-hmm. Him confessing to more things. Him committing suicide, hanging himself. Because I think he knew that I think maybe he hinted that he had more victims. Mm. But the whole power act of me killing myself, you will never know. You won't know. You won't know. And there's this 
I can't remember the statistic, but there's a the statistic. Are you the criminals from the statistics? <laughs> Where I just randomly burst out. Movie quotes. In movie quotes. Scene series quotes. quotes. Most of them are from New Girl, right? Okay. So there's this statistic that I can't remember how many, but serial killers that keep like at least one or two victims to themselves, like a secret. Mm. Like you will never know. Admit to almost everything they've ever done mm. but they will keep one little one little secret to themselves it's like their little their little secret their mm. little thing mm. and the fact that nobody will ever know is like the thing that keeps them going fucking crazy which is super super crazy mm. and then obviously with me getting into all of these statistics mm. and the whole because I was looking for murderers that or serial killers that aren't that well known and maybe a little bit more recent. Because um, all the ones I look for are always so old. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, like in 1802. Yeah, and, and then I'm there's like, not a lot of information. No. Like I need video footage. I need information. I, I want to know this person. All and of it. I want to know what they ate for breakfast every right? day. Like yeah. give it to me. So they say that the serial killers... Um, amount of serial killers have gone down. Like mm. they're not as as popular as it was in the 80s, the 70s and the 80s. And the whole thing behind it is that it's not as easy to get away with murder mm. these days because of the FBI and the police and all the forensic stuff. And there's just cameras everywhere. But I have an opinion. What is your opinion? My opinion is that maybe... We got smarter, but so did they. Because forensic testing and the police's methods are very well known. Mm. I mean, all of those cases, how the killer was found, everything is basically public knowledge, right? Yeah. If somebody goes into a trial, they tell yeah. you exactly what they found, where they found, how they found it. Mm -hmm. so, like I said, the true crime community is quite big. I'm pretty convinced that most people who have consumed an obscene amount of true crime would be able to commit the perfect murder. The perfect murder. How do we not know that these people just have not been caught? Like we are not aware. Mm. In my opinion, if somebody was a, a raging serial killer right now, one thing that'll keep you from being caught is change your victimology, mm. change your MO, obviously leave no trace evidence. But one of the big things is don't have your victims linked to each other because yeah. then they kind of start putting it together. Yeah. Maybe people are just doing that, which is a crazy thought to me and I can't believe I have these intrusive thoughts. Mm. So what I want to do, right, with, because I feel like this is going to take some extra research and maybe some mathematician, which I'm not. I'm going to have to consult one of my smart friends on this. But I actually want to go and pull some statistics on I want a graph. I need the visuals <laughs> of the amount of serial killers internationally and especially locally as well. How that has decreased. But I also want to see how missing persons have increased yes. and compared compare it. Especially yeah. the unsolved missing persons. Yeah. And I mean, then we can also just get into the great unknown of the people that have not been reported missing. Mm. Which is crazy. Correct. So either we are going to be having a lot more content within the next 10 years and then I'm 40 and I'll be like, I told you so, bitch. I told y'all bitches. I told y'all bitches. Or these people are just going to keep getting smarter. Yeah. 
Because I don't think that there was something in the water in the 70s and no. 80s. I think humanity is just fucked. So it was a trend. No. You know, I don't think these people were trendsetters and they were all like, let's go out and be serial killers for the weekend. No, I think they, I literally think they just got smarter. 100%. Yeah. And that 100%. As we evolve, so do they. And humanity, in my opinion, just kind of got a little bit worse. And let's also be fair, the law enforcement... Not the greatest. Corruption, hey? Like there's yeah, so much true. there's so much to get into. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put together some statistics. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get it's gonna get mathy. Mathy. <laughs> yeah, like what fucking word do I use there? Yeah, we need to find some It's words. gonna get nerdy. It's gonna get nerdy. nerdy. And then I'm also gonna go on a hunt to find a better word for digging upwards and I will put it into the urban dictionary and I will get Amen. it certified. Certified Yes. I agree. What the no. fuck should we call dig upwards? Okay, let's not speak about it yet. I don't want these bitches taking our ideas. <laughs> Just kidding. So yeah, that's our case for today, which I, oh, you know, sick, sick individual, sick, sick, sick. I will post all of his photos, videos, like the little screen grabs. I saw my one watch in my mouth. Yeah, of everything. And it's so, I can't believe it's so unknown. But yeah. I also want to to thank Mr. Archie and his and his YouTube. That really helped me a lot, especially because I struggle to translate mm, so many other things. Mm. And I want to thank the Wikipedia page again. Wixie. Like these Wikipedians on just You're on just top so of smart. That. Yeah. And yes, that is that is our case for today. Wow, mm. guys. Mm. Just leave the animals out of it, Joe. Yeah. Like shame. What did the poor little cow do to you? Yeah, the Kaszewski maniac. Yeah. Heavy. Bye guys. Stay safe. <laughs>